going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. Nice to have you back for an episode. Yeah, it's great. It's great yeah. to be back. Yeah. It's, well, it's nice having you back. We finally were able to squeeze one in over the weekend. No football matches for you. No crazy running around or anything like that. So the boys are back together. Yeah. All right. For those that don't know, my name is Gary. This is Josh. We are father and son. Um, Josh is a footballer and a student, and um, I just sort of drive him around to from game to game, pretty much is my job and support. So um, we created Let's Talk Soccer just sort of on a on a whim, I guess. But we've we've loved the sport for years and years. It is uh, a huge part of our lives for sure. Uh, we started to take. A bit of a focus on the Premier League, although we do also look at things like Champions League and other top players around the world. And uh, soon after we started the podcast, a few months afterwards, we started an Instagram account, um, which has now, not quite three years yet, has grown from nothing to almost getting, we're over 26,000 followers. So um, that's thanks to you guys. So we... On that account especially, we take a very, very close look at Fantasy Premier League. So FPL uh, is something we kind of uh, live, eat, sleep, and breathe these days. Um, So you can go check us out. Our handle is at Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. And lots and lots of content, uh, interesting information like stats and and little did-you-knows. Um, we'll pose questions and polls. We will make suggestions on players, um, to either drop or to, uh, consider for your team. We will also, uh, do game week reports, things like the dream team, high score, things like that. And then of course, now that we are heading into the the end of the season, there's a lot of, uh, content and talk around chip strategies and how to use those before we get started on uh, game weeks now 28 and 29. We're going to talk about both since they're so close in proximity. Um, Game week 28 starts on Tuesday, and then game week 29 starts on Saturday. So quick turnaround. Quick, very quick turnaround. Uh, But first, let's congratulate Manchester City on winning the Carabao Cup. Yeah, Kind of a boring match. Uh, yes. Pretty big drama at the end with Keppa. Yeah. Sorry. So by now, everybody's probably seen or heard about it. Uh, apparently Keppa, uh, both teams, the teams went into extra time and somewhere around, I guess, the 120th minute or so, Keppa apparently got injured. This is all based off of videos we've seen and radio broadcasts. We didn't have it available here in the States, um, but Keppa got injured. Um, sorry, wanted to sub him out and bring on Caballero and Keppa refused to come off and sorry threw a big old fit. So I think it just shows that, um, if, if you thought it, but you weren't certain of it until now, you can be certain now that sorry has completely lost the respect of his players. He's lost the dressing room and it's time for him to go. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, I would not be surprised if we are recording this uh, episode on the 24th of February, uh, a Sunday. Wouldn't surprise me at all if he is either sacked immediately after this game tonight um, or first thing in the morning. And then I would expect Zola would be interim head coach until they sort out 
the rest of that. Maybe they bring back Mourinho. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Um, okay, enough about that then. Let's talk chip, chip strategies for a minute because it's a huge topic, okay? Um, we know that we have um, a couple blank game weeks in weeks 31 and 33. Uh, we now know that week 32 has at least a couple of double matches in it, so that becomes a double game week, and then we're also expecting that game week 35 will be a double game week as well. <clears throat> so people are asking, how should I play my chips? What should I do? And the first answer is, or question back is, how many chips do you have available still? It's kind of hard to answer without knowing um, what you've got. So first take stock of what you have. Yeah. But generally speaking, our approach to this will be Keep using your free transfers and build your squad going into game weeks 31 and 32. Um, some might want to use their free hit in game week 31. Also, it depends on the people, the players you have on your team, right? So um, if you happen to have a team full of players that are actually going to play in week 31, then... There's you no know, reason you have to get rid of them. Yeah, you... You don't have to, really. Um, so it depends on who you have in your team. Now, most of the, the top teams are not playing that game week, so I'd expect that you have at least a couple players, if not several, on your team and in your squad. So free hit is an option for game week 31. Um, again, depending on your uh, personnel and your team and any other double game or yeah, double matches that might be announced for game week 32. That may be a possibility to use uh, triple captain, bench boost, something like that. Um, I think a, the popular opinion is for game week 33, a blank game week is if you have your wild card to use your wild card then, get your team situated for the rest of the season. Um, and then, of course, double game week 35. Once the matches are announced, uh, you'll have a better sense of whatever chips you have left over, you might want to use. Uh, I know a lot of people use their free hit chip this week in blank game week 27, and I I hope they don't regret it, but I think they might. Yep. Um, people are very quick to use their chips. There were a lot of people that DM'd us on Instagram, and if you're listening, you are more than welcome to hit us up there too, um, but had already used two of their three chips, in, in including their wild card, so really three of their four chips. Um, with free hit left, and um, I advise them to save it, honestly, because I think they're going to need it more. There are only just a couple, a few teams that didn't play this week, but game week 31 is going to be even heavier on the teams that don't yeah, play. Yeah, especially if you're only like getting rid of like, one player. Yeah. You might, well, <clears throat> might as well just save it um, yeah. when it's more of an issue. Yeah, and that actually brings up a really good point, too, is that um, if you watched or followed the Manchester United-Liverpool game. You saw that Rashford was playing on a bad ankle that he injured early in the game, and um, OGS is not certain of how bad it is or how long he, he may or may not be out. It's still all up in the air, uh, but we've already seen comments and had people um, saying that they're going to use their free hit because he's not going to be out or they're going to transfer him out um, when – don't be – our advice is don't be so reactive on things. Um, you know, everybody wants to quote unquote beat the price changes, but um, if you have a decent bench, um, 
you can pretty much work around anything, and he will be back at some point. He may be rested for the midweek game and then back for game week 29 over the weekend. So um, use your free hit, or sorry, use your, your free transfers wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, don't burn them on knee jerk things. Uh, a lot of people are transferring in De La Feu now because he had, he had a phenomenal game, he had three goals and assists. But in the 18 games prior to this weekend, he scored the same amount um, over 18, or maybe it was only even, it was actually only three goals in those 18 weeks. So, you know, um, not a whole, every sixth game he scored a goal, basically, if you average it out. So um, with that in mind and with the schedule that Watford have ahead of them, which is pretty ugly, especially over the next four or five weeks, uh, we would suggest not getting him. But Some people already are, Um, and actually Aguero was one of the most transferred in players of Game Week 27 that just ended, and Man City didn't even play. So we don't even know what's happening anymore. I I don't know. Um, Just there's really no explanation for that whatsoever. Now, that said, Aguero did play all 125-ish minutes of the Carabao Cup, Um, so if... Jesus is even remotely healthy. I wouldn't be surprised if Aguero, and I'm not big on these uh, rotation um, conspiracy theories, but just given as as many minutes as he's played over the past several weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if Pep gives him a rest uh, and either Jesus goes in if he's healthy or they maybe play a false nine of some sort. So just a few things about that. All right, now. Let's jump into game week 28, and what we're going to do, guys, is take a look at the fixtures and uh, just give advice on maybe some strategies in terms of players to keep on your uh, watch list. But again, this is going to be with with a strategy in mind that um, you're building towards game weeks 31 and 32, so you're going to use your free transfers to bring in uh, some players during those weeks. All right, so let's see who we got here. All right, um, let's go match by match, and we'll talk about players that way. How about that? All right, so uh, Cardiff host Everton. What um, sort of catches your attention player-wise in that match? Uh, you definitely got to go for uh, um, someone like Sigurdsson or yeah. someone like Charleston even. <clears throat> yeah. They're, uh, Cardiff is weak, very weak in defense, yep. and just overall. Yeah. And maybe you also want to get uh, someone like a Pickford. Um, yeah, just even if it's just for him not to start every game, but right. as a second keeper. Yep, it's a good point. Uh, Cardiff don't score very many goals. Yes, Pickford's a decent keeper. Yep, and I think he could pretty easily keep a clean sheet. I agree with that. Um, also, I, I like your uh, suggestion of Sigurdsson. Uh, Digne will be back and ready to go. So he's one that um, maybe you never even dropped him. Maybe you just have him sitting on your bench waiting for him to return. So I think he is a good option. I think Sol Bamba, um, he's cheap. Um, you know, to Josh's point, they do tend to let goals in. Um, but as an attacking defender, he's pretty solid and quite affordable. And if you're looking for a very cheap third striker, uh, Bobby Reed may be um, someone in your sights. But I, I think either way, we're looking at it. You're probably not going to take too many players from both of those teams at the yeah. moment. Because Cardiff, 
looking okay, playing pretty well. Um, don't know if it's sustainable or not, but Everton just no form whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, Richarlison is a big blanker, and uh, you know, Sigurdsson's not that much better right now. All right, next match, talk about Huddersfield Wolves. Uh, you gotta go with, I mean, Jimenez. If he's yeah. on your team right now, you gotta get him. Yes, he's very consistent, and I mean, Huddersfield is just bad. Like, yeah, there's just <clears> no one that you would want from their team. I mean, they can see a lot of goals. They don't score. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever's playing against them, you got to, unless it's like Fulham or Cardiff, yep. who's sort of around the same level, you got to favor them to put a few goals past them at least. Yes, I think Wolves will uh, will come in and put on a little bit of a show. They've, they've struggled a little bit to, to score multiples and to really sort of blow a team out, but this could be the game they do it. I agree that Jimenez... Um, is pretty much a, close to a must-have, especially as sort of a, a cheaper striker. Um, Hota, not a bad option. He's been a little quiet lately, but he's cheap. He's a midfielder. Um, and then, of course, Doherty, if you don't have him yet, um, where have you been? I yeah, he's been like moving under a rock or something. Yeah, right. So I think he has come very, very close to scoring himself, he actually assisted Jimenez's goal over the weekend, which was a penalty kick, but he still got the assist for that, and he's played quite well. Doherty has in um, some of their recent cup action, so I suspect that Doherty is due for one. All right, Leicester City uh, play host to Brighton. It's sort of difficult to take players from either team, really. <laughs> I mean, Leicester City haven't been playing well. No. Nah. Brighton's not been any... And they fired their manager. Yeah. Uh, Brighton's not been any better. No. I mean, there's... It's really difficult to choose from... Yeah. I I wouldn't necessarily, I don't think, recommend going out and um, making anyone from those teams a priority. Um, I thought Madison was going to have a good game this weekend, and he didn't. The only thing that's tempting about Leicester City players is their schedule. Uh, but if they can't convert, they can't convert. I do think, however, a Chilwell or a Pereira, because of how cheap they are and because they can get attacking returns, isn't a horrible investment. Um, but from the Brighton side, uh, maybe Gross. He's hey. actually been sort of the, the shining star recently in that team. All right, next up, Newcastle and Burnley. So there's four matches on Tuesday. It's the three we just talked about, and now Newcastle and Burnley. Uh, you got to go with gotta go with Almiron. Almiron. What a game that boy had. Yeah, um, he had like everything except a goal. It came very close. Um, yeah. And, and an assist. Yeah, he was robbed of about six. But yes. He's been looking good. He made a good home debut. And uh, going against Burnley, not the strongest team. They did just beat Spurs. Yeah, but uh, away from home, yep. Uh, sort of Newcastle have like a bit of momentum. Yeah, and they sort of feel confident. And you know, you might also, if you want a cheaper striker, maybe Rondon. Yeah, it's not a bad option. Newcastle, um, also a team that you wouldn't normally think of to go looking for players, but um, because of their schedule and because of the mo- momentum they have, yeah, I don't think that that Rondon uh, and Almiron are, I think, both good options. Uh, Share 
back on defense for them has been playing quite well, and Dubrovka has been keeping some clean sheets. Um, you know, he, as a rotational goalkeeper or maybe a backup goalkeeper, I think is where he best fits in. Um, but for us, we've already had Almiron since he was first available because of our um, loyalty to him, being Atlanta United fans living in Atlanta and following his career here. Um, we were thrilled to see how he played, and apparently the uh, the team uh, responded so well to him. The fans did. I mean, all of the post-match commentary from players and Rafa and the press and fans has been outstanding. So he deserves all of that, and uh, I think he will score. And, and he, he knows how to assist uh, yes. and uh, team up with Venezuelan strikers. That's right. Yes, he does have a history of a pretty tremendous history of that's a really good point um so i would say grab him as a differential because at some point maybe not this season but next season for sure he will be um widely owned because we know right now like about a million people listen to our podcast so right that should put up his percent by about to about 20 percent yeah he's at 0.5 so yeah i would think yeah it'll grow by probably 19 and a half percent if yeah. my calculations are correct um there's also a lot of players that listen so coon hello eden hello um who else rashi yeah what's up and jay lings you know so we're we're talking all our players uh miggy of course hello all right so four games on Tuesday, then we've got, I guess, six, one, two, three, four, five, six on Wednesday. So all teams play in week 28. First up, Arsenal-Bournemouth. Who you got? Uh, I mean, maybe if you have Lacazette yeah. or Aubameyang in your team. Aubameyang didn't play, but... Yeah, he played like uh, 18 yeah, or 20 really minutes play. or something. Uh, yeah. But I think he'll... I think it's a good matchup, especially at home. Yeah. You never know about Bournemouth if you have a... Maybe King, just because of... Uh, yeah. Of uh, set pieces. Yeah. I, and apart from that, I wouldn't really take anyone in the in the defensive department. No. Neither team is strong. Kolasinac has gotten involved in, you know, in direct involvement in some goals. But, yeah, I mean, they're sort of at his price range and with his sort of uh, level of um, goal involvement activity lately there's there's a few guys that you know you could sort of rotate around i think um i, I don't know honestly about a anymore um i would think you know sort of the reverse of what everybody was doing before double game week um 25 which was dumping a bombing or sorry dumping aguero to get a bombing in especially for this blank game week. Um, people started a week ahead, I guess, for whatever reason, and they got burned on that. So um, it may be time to look the other way and go get Aguero if you can afford him. Um, I think Mkhitaryan, possibly, he's played quite well uh, for Arsenal now that he's back and healthy. So if you're looking for a midfield differential, Mickey might be the one. I think I do think... And these aren't necessarily players all to go get. These are also just players to watch. We're also making sort of predictions on players we think might have a good game. Um, and I think Frazier will 
will perform well. He's pretty consistent. He's Yes, he's been a little quiet lately, so it's time for him to shine. Southampton and Fulham, um, TBH, no I'm one. not yeah, not super stoked on either one. I think if you're making free transfers, you don't want players from those teams. I think the only people <clears throat> that actually have like Fulham players now are the people that just go for starting 11. They just have yeah. like, the cheapest players. Yeah, right, and they just make multiple transfers. Um, yeah. Um, Chelsea Spurs. It's a big game, not necessarily yep. for a lot of points. Yeah, uh, but it's a it's a good derby. Um, I don't, you know, other than maybe if you got rid of Kane, um, just when he had his ankle injury, and now um, he started over this weekend, so clearly he's back. Um, he may be someone you're you're looking to bring back in, or maybe you've even benched him. Up until now, I know some managers were patient and just benched him. Uh, but I think it's time, if you can, maybe to take a look at bringing him back in your team. Whereas, I think with Sonny, I think his time might be up. Uh, I think when Kane is sort of back in the mix, and we saw it happen this weekend, um, a lot of people captain Son, and um, just sort of the, the Kane presence sort of throws Son off. Yeah, he becomes less <laughs> of the big man in the team. Yeah. And he's... He's still very good, obviously, but yeah. he's less of the man that they want to get the ball all the time to. Yes. All right. Uh, next up, Crystal Palace and Man U, a beaten-up Man U. So Lingard, Herrera, and Rashford Yep. right now. I want to say there was one Pond more. Mata. Mata, yes. Okay. So from the team, if you don't have Pogba on your team, <clears throat> like what are you doing at this point? Yeah, especially if maybe you're looking to get rid of Sun and uh, you can bring in Pogs. Yeah, Who yeah. also listens to this show, by the way. Yeah. What's up, Paul? Yeah. And then, I mean, if if you have a De Gea in your team already, mm-hmm. there's no real reason in getting rid of yeah. him. He just hit 100 clean sheets. Yep. And uh, Defensively, they've been looking much, much better. Yeah, just the whole sort of presence of uh, OGS yeah. has sort of changed just everything about the team. And I think yeah. Pogba and De Gea are probably your two main main men yep. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, you have, I guess, stumbled, you know, very lightly stumbled the past couple of games um, to PSG with a loss. And then now drawing with Liverpool, which isn't terrible, um, but they've been used, they've grown used to scoring a lot of goals and just sort of blowing people out. I think that's probably what's going to happen with, even with the injuries, I think they're going to go to Crystal Palace and sort of punch them in the mouth. Yep. Several times. Uh, as far as the Rashford thing goes, we will post any updates that we find at Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. But for now, really don't recommend dumping him unless you have other reasons why. Maybe there's someone you want to bring in instead of him. But if it's just to get rid of him because you think he might be injured, just be, be a little patient. It's hard in FPL, we know. But patience is critically important. Yep, in this game. Uh, from the Crystal Palace side, you know, Juan Basaka didn't start over this weekend, um, which is a little bit disappointing. I'd imagine he would. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily go out and buy him right now, but um, it's worth a start for him. Um, he's he's usually good for some bonus points at the very least. Yeah. Um, he's, like, he's in pretty much every team as well. Yes. So yeah. it's almost sort of to sort of stay even. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Batshuayi, you know, scored his first goal for, or sorry, had his first start and scored for Crystal Palace. 
this weekend. So maybe not the game to bring him in, but maybe, you know, take a look at schedule. And, and he's one to consider for sure. A little differential there too. All right, Liverpool-Watford. So for these next two matchups, it's more uh, you already – if you yeah. actually like play FPL and sort of keep up and don't change your team every week, you should have yeah. – these players already in your team. So, yeah, so this isn't about going out and getting players necessarily. Yeah, so you should have Salah on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been... Half of them do. Yeah, 50% does. Uh, if He hasn't been playing like the greatest lately, but no. he, his best record is against Watford. He did put four past him last season. And, I mean, you sort of have to have him just sort of keep up with everyone. Yeah, you do. Uh, Mane is a bit of a differential. Firmino came off injured. There's no update on Bobby. Um, what else? Uh, Alexander-Arnold didn't start, which was extremely disappointing. So I, I guess... Actually, I don't know. I don't know if he sort of re-injured himself or what's going on there, but I would have hoped that he would have played. Um, he's too good of a player, too valuable Um especially FPL-wise, to watch him sit on the bench. So hopefully that is not uh, something that Klopp enjoys doing. Uh, From the Watford side, I don't know. I don't really recommend going and getting anybody. I know that, you know, 20,000, 30,000 of you already have gotten Delefeu, but um, I I don't know why, quite honestly. I I don't think that was the greatest move. Um, But hopefully he performs well for you. But I think, yeah, this is a match where either you have the players you want or you don't, and you're not going to go out and get somebody new. Uh, And then lastly, uh, for game week 28, Man City are at home against West Ham. Pretty much the same thing as well. You should. Yeah. uh, We're not 100% sure for Aguero. Yeah. We don't know exactly. Uh, Unfortunately, Pep hasn't sent us the details yet. No, but he listens to the podcast, and we're good friends. My friend's brother's cousin's dentist uh, once cleaned Pep's brother-in-law's teeth. So um, I think he'll we'll probably find out the lineups that way. Yep. And then uh, you should probably have Laporte in your team. Yep. He came off injured, right? Was uh, he injured? Yes, he actually I think was. He did. Um, yeah, but we'll see about that. But you should at least probably have like Ederson or defender in your team for Man City. <clears throat> yeah, and you also probably should have either Sterling mm-hmm. or Silva, one of the Silvas. Yeah, Sane um, hasn't been doing great for them. He hasn't started a lot of their league games. He did score a penalty kick uh, in the final of the Carabao Cup today, which was nice. Um, and, uh, but he's, he's, um, I don't know. He's unpredictable right now as to whether he's going to play or not. I do think, uh, because how long this Carabao Cup match went and how, how little days they have to rest and then how little days they have to rest again for Game Week 29, I would expect Sané to get a start in at least one of those games. Uh, we actually have three players from Man City, three attackers. We got Bilva, we got Kuhn. And we got Raheem Sterling. And by the way, uh, we say Bilva and Dilva. That's yes. Bernardo Silva and David Silva. Yes. So we don't mix them up. Yes. Um, 
So yeah, you're not if you don't have a Man City players, you're probably not going to go get. Although maybe Aguero if you're dumping um, Aubameyang, which I bet will be one of the biggest transfer combinations this week. We'll be getting out of Aubameyang and bringing in Aguero for West Ham. Uh, if you don't have them, I wouldn't go get them for this match for sure. You've got better places. You can use your free transfers. All right, and then game week 29, so close. I think let's do this for this one so we don't keep this podcast too long. We'll go match by match, and we won't give backgrounds. We'll just talk about players to watch, not even necessarily players to get, um, but just players that would be on our radar screen for this match if we were just thinking about about the match. All right, All right. first up, Spurs and Arsenal. Uh, big match, North London Derby. I mean, you got to watch for Kane. Yeah. Um, Kane, I think, is on the watch list. And, boy, I don't know. Uh, it's one of those things, if you have Arsenal players, then you already have them. Um, and that's that's about it. We'll see if Kane can step up in a big game. Uh, Bournemouth, Man City. Pretty much the same players we just said. Yeah. They're, they're all sort of generally going to play at least, I would say, one and a half games. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for... That's for Man City. Okay. Yep. Agree with that. All right. Um, Brighton, Huddersfield. My watch list would be Gross again. We talked about yep. him. This would be a good match for that. Uh, Matty Ryan mm-hmm. in goal, perhaps. Glenn Murray sort of been off the radar. He's, he's a little bit injured, but um, he does play well at home if he's available. Burnley, Crystal Palace. There's not too many people from here. People high on wood right now. <laughs> yeah. he's He's been in a decent bit of form. Yeah. I don't know if you really want him on your team. Yeah. But then I'll, I would keep Wambasaka on your team. Yeah. Yep. And remember, this is about planning for really through the end of the season as best you can. So we're no longer really looking at being able to sort of flip-flop players. This is all building towards – so you want to stack together the best possible team you can going into game week 31 or 32. Uh, Man U, Southampton, uh, by then I would expect Rashford will be um, healthy again and and even a captain option as would be – uh, Pogba. Yep. De Gea will be strong in goal. I think defensively they'll be good there too. Um, Wolves, Cardiff, uh, Jimenez. Definitely. Uh, a captain option. Yep. Um, West Ham, Newcastle. This is an interesting one, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think, I still think Elmron will be strong. Mm-hmm. And Ronda as well. Yep. Maybe the- even uh, Shar. Yeah, and I think Fabianski in goal, if you have him. He gets insane save points. I mean, this guy, we added it up the other day. and I, I mean, It was like 20-something. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, pro- he probably averages at least one uh, point Easily. for saves a game. It's insane. So Fabianski's a good starter there. I don't see any real captain options unless you really, really want to go differential and captain Arnautovic or something like that, but um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Watford, Leicester City. Um, hmm. Uh, if you, I would just say if you have uh, Chilwell or Pereira, you should just keep them. Yeah. And I would just sort of stay away from. Yeah. Everything. Uh, Holabas, if he's been on your bench, he's maybe one to get. Uh, Fulham are at home against Chelsea. This may be the game if 
Chelsea can kind of get their stuff together. So, you know, if you look back to them um, during the midweek when they host Spurs, if you see any signs of life from them, you know, if they have indeed replaced Sarri or somehow they've responded well to, uh, you know, picked up um, and gone in a positive direction after this loss in the Carabao Cup, then I do think it may be worth uh, building towards um, either Hazard or Higuain. Um, more likely Hazard than, than Higuain, but I wouldn't really necessarily be going after any other, uh, building towards any other Chelsea players. But I do think that strategically uh, bringing maybe Hazard in starting that week uh, for Game Week 29 wouldn't be a horrible idea. And then lastly, Everton are at home against Liverpool. Uh, just there's really not a whole lot to say yeah. <clears throat> regarding that one. You you know who the players are. Um, if you haven't gotten most of them, especially if you haven't gotten Salah, that's going to be tough unless you are looking to wild card, which we don't think you should do yet. But uh, when you do eventually wild card, especially if the uh, race for the title is super tight. So if if City and Liverpool are going neck and neck back and forth with this, and it's within a a point or a couple of points, then I do think Salah could be valuable or maybe even Mane, but, but Mo will be the focal point of that attack for sure. Um, so, you know, big players need to step up during big times. So if the race is on, I could see uh, where Mo might might step up. He has to. He's got to prove this whole Egyptian king yes. theme. Uh, you know, he does quite well against the lesser teams, but hasn't done very well. I think in the eight games he's played this season so far against the top six, the big six, um, he scored one. And that was a penalty. Yes. So, um, you know, also, uh, if you are wild carding or building towards the end of the season, I think Man City players are also great assets uh, for the same exact reason. You know, um, I think that's going to do it for this week. A lot of information. We're going to post some stuff, especially sort of our ones to watch uh, players on our radar for the next couple game weeks. We will repost um, or and or revise um, our chip strategies through the end of the year. So that you have some information there. You can always DM us at Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. We are extremely responsive to that. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. And um, tell a friend. Tell them to follow us on Instagram. Handles at Let's Talk Soccer. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. And thank you very much. Yep. All right, guys. Until next time, this is Gary. This is Josh. We say peace. Peace. Goodbye.